how much thought have you actually given to the people who surround you, like the people that you have around you in your life, the people that you let pour into you and talk to you and guide you and give you advice? Have you really considered if they are the right people to play that role in your life? Are they the right people that can actually help you on this healing journey right now? Sis, let me tell you something, your circle matters. And we're gonna talk about it by digging into scripture on today. So join me for this one right after this. Hey sis, welcome to Goodbye Heartbreak, Hello Healing. Are you hurt and confused after a recent breakup? Are you having thoughts like, I can't believe I'm here again. Why wasn't I enough for him? Or I'm never going to get married. Do you find yourself Googling how to get past the breakup or how to heal my broken heart? Do you start your morning feeling like you can finally breathe again only to fall apart when you see a picture of your ex on social media? Hey sis, I'm Candace. I too was a single Christian woman who was heartbroken but still desired marriage. I too had numerous failed relationships and wished the right man would come along. I wanted closure from past relationships, healing for my heart, and I wanted to feel joy in my life again. But the truth is, I had no idea where to start or how to make any of this happen until I found the secret, partnering with God to heal from heartbreak. In this podcast, you will find tips for moving on after breakups, growing your relationship with God, and preparing for future relationships so that you will heal your heart and be ready to move forward into the life you desire. So turn off those heartbreak songs and turn me up in those earbuds. It's time to heal, sis. Hey sis, and welcome back for another episode. I'm so happy that you are joining me on today. Sis, if you are new here, welcome, welcome, welcome. We're so happy to have you. Thank you for choosing to listen to Goodbye Heartbreak, Hello Healing, and choosing me to help you on your heart healing journey. First and foremost, if you have not subscribed to the podcast, hit your subscribe button wherever you are listening so that you don't miss any of the episodes. And also, if you have not left your five-star written review yet, please go leave your five-star written review. Let your girl know what you think about the show. I love to read them and I'll even highlight you here on the podcast. So go and do that for your girl. Also, sis, do not forget... I have my heart healing workshop coming up on September 25th at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. It is called What to Do After a Breakup. We are going to dig into all types of things in this one hour workshop. It's gonna be action packed, but so just encouraging and not just encouraging, but so helpful because I am giving away tools and secrets and all types of things to help you process emotions, to really help you learn how to grieve the loss of the relationship and to actually learn what to do to move forward. So I cannot wait for this workshop. If you want to join me, you can register now. There's a link in the show notes. Go ahead, click the link. It only takes like a few seconds, literally a few seconds to register. So go and save your seat right now. So today's topic, can't wait to dig into it. We're going to just dive right on in right now, actually, because I really want to talk about something on this journey that maybe we don't give enough attention to. The people who are in our circle, the people that we're letting talk to us and give us advice and all the things, right? 
And for you in this season of your life where you are trying to heal from heartbreak, it is so important who surrounds you. You may not think about it so much whenever things are going well and you're having a good time and the people that you know you have fun with and go out with and do all the things, they may seem like a good time, but can they hold you down when it's not good? When you're walking through a dark season, are they the light for you? What can they do for you in hard times? So you have to be able to identify whether or not you have a good circle who can uplift you and encourage you and help you get out of this place where you are right now. Look at your friends, look at the people who are around you and think about what are they telling you? Are they giving you good sound advice? Are they giving you spiritual counsel and biblical advice? Or are they telling you things like, you know, oh girl, don't worry about it. You just gonna find you another man. Or, you know, you need him anyway, this, that, and the other. Or maybe they are man bashing and just making it seem like he's no good and he ain't never did this. And, you know, those things, while they may feel good in the moment to do, they are not healing activities, right? Those are not words of life. Those are words of death that you're speaking over someone else. And when you're speaking words of death over someone else, guess what? That's not doing anything to help you because after that man bashing session is over, then what? Do you feel any better? Are you any closer to healing your broken heart? No, you're not. So Take a look at your friends who are around you, your inner circle, the people that you are entrusting to give you good sound advice and see whether or not those are the people that you should have in your circle right now. So I'm going to talk about the traits that you should be looking for. And to do that, I want to look at Mark chapter two. We're going to look at verses three through five. And starting at verse three, it says, some men came bringing to him a paralyzed man carried by four of them. Since they could not get him to Jesus because of the crowd, they made an opening in the roof above Jesus by digging through it and then lowered the mat the man was lying on. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralyzed man, son, your sins are forgiven. And now we're going to skip down to verse eight. And it says, immediately, Jesus knew in his spirit that this was what they were thinking in their hearts. And he said to them, why are you thinking these things? Which is easier to say to this paralyzed man, your sins are forgiven or to say, get up, take your mat and walk. But I want you to know that the son of man has authority on earth to forgive sins. So he said to the man, I tell you, get up, take up your mat and go home. He got up. He took his mat and walked out in full view of them all. This amazed everyone and they praised God saying, we have never seen anything like this. So since there's so much here, right? But what I really want to focus on is the friends of this paralyzed man. Okay, so we know that this paralyzed man from what we just read We read, um, if you want to go back and look again, it's Mark chapter two, starting at verse three through five. And then I skip down to verse eight through 12. Okay. So if you want to read those again, go ahead and read them. But I really want to point out not the miracle itself, but how the friends helped the man get the miracle. So 
The first trait that they displayed that you should be looking for in a friend is that they carried him when he was weak, okay? So when he was feeling weak, obviously he was paralyzed. He could not walk, he was weak. So you may be feeling paralyzed in your spirit right now, and you may be feeling weak because your heart is broken. So you need friends who are willing to carry you in your weakness. Okay, so look for that trait like, are are my friends actually help carrying me or are they beating me down? What's happening right now? Are they uplifting me? Or are they saying you were done for going with him in the first place? Or I told you to leave him a long time ago. Like, are those things carrying you or are they weighing you down? So look at those things in a friend. Look for those things. If you are looking for people to add to your circle in this season, that's number one. Someone who will help carry you when you are weak. Number two, they help you push through the pain. So this man, again, he was paralyzed. He could not walk. The Bible doesn't say how long, if it was from birth or whatever the case is, but they helped push. They pushed through the crowd for him. So you need someone who's going to help you push past this pain to get where you need to go. You are looking for healing, but in a season like this, it's hard to get there on your own. It's hard to make the path for yourself. You have to push through a lot of things. So you need someone in your circle who's going to push with you, help you push, even push for you when you feel like you cannot push yourself. So go ahead and find someone who's going to help you push through this pain that you're feeling right now, because the pain is temporary, right? And you will get past it but you will have to do some pushing. So when you are when you're too weak to push on your own, find someone who's going to help you push past the pain. Number 3, a good friend will lead you to Jesus, who is the healer. So again, everything right now is about healing, right? You want to heal your broken heart. Everything that you want is on the other side of healing. Everything that you need is on the other side of healing but you have to get there. So we talked about being carried when you're weak and pushing past the pain, but sometimes it's hard to see your way and you may need some help, someone guiding you and leading you. And people can lead you to all sorts of things, right? There are people who have friends in their circle right now who are like, you know what? Smoke this weed, it's gonna make you feel better. And that's what they're leading you to. Drink this alcohol. Girl, we're going to go and turn up. We're going to drink so much alcohol that you ain't going to worry about. You're not even going to remember him tomorrow. And that's what they're leading you to. Oh, girl, we're going to eat till we are so content. Let me tell you, we're going to eat, eat, eat till we can't eat anymore. We're going to pig out, junk food, all this and all that. And that's what they're leading you to. But none of those things are your healer, okay? All of those things might be temporary fixes to help you feel better for a moment, but none of them are going to heal your broken heart. None of you are going to none of them are going to satisfy you. None of them are going to give you peace. None of them are going to give you joy. They are just going to be temporary things to make you forget about what you're going through for a moment. So you need someone in your circle who's going to lead you to Jesus when you're looking and you're like, you know what? I'm lost. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to get through this. I don't know how I'm going to feel better. You need a friend who said, you know what? 
we're going to Jesus and they lead you there. And how do they lead you? They'll lead you by praying for you, praying with you, encouraging you with scriptures, affirming you. They will do all of these things, helping you to lead you to Jesus. Okay. So look for that. And then number four, they have faith for your healing, even when you don't. So these people, you know, we don't know what this man did. He was paralyzed. We don't know what he did. All Jesus said when he got there was that, you know, when he saw, it says when Jesus saw their faith, meaning the friends, when he saw their faith, he said to the paralyzed man, son, your sins are forgiven. We don't know what the sins were. We don't know anything about that. But when Jesus saw their faith, the faith of the friends, he said his sins were forgiven. And then after that is when he told him to pick up his mat and walk. Their faith allowed him to be healed. It said nothing about this man's faith at all. It did not, this this account in the Bible gave no indication that this man tried anything. It was all about how the friends rallied together to get this man healed. They believed in Jesus so much so that they brought this man, they carried him from however far that they came from. We don't even know, but they carried him to see Jesus. And when the crowd was there and it couldn't get through, they were so adamant because they knew they had the faith that Jesus could do this thing. They He could heal their friend that they cut a hole in the roof. How radical must their faith have been for them to cut a hole in somebody else's roof, in somebody else's house <laughs> to put their, to bring their friend down, to get him to Jesus. So you have friends like that. Like that's what I want in my circle. Like be so adamant that even when I don't have the faith to believe for something, when I don't have faith to believe that God can heal me, that you have enough faith for me that God will say, Man, your faith has healed your friend. When he saw their faith, Jesus acted. He spoke and told the man that his sins were forgiven. He healed that man based off of the faith of his friends. And that is incredible. That's incredible. And that shows you just how much your circle matters. So sis, even when you feel like I'm, I can't do this on my own, I need people around me to help me get the right people around you to help you. You need a good circle of women around you who can pour into you, who may, some may even be on the same journey and you can encourage one another. And that is fine too. But as long as you don't have someone who is speaking death over your situation and over you and bringing you down and leading you down the wrong path. But as long y'all, if y'all walking in the same direction together, y'all can help carry each other's burdens. As the Bible would say, you can help each other reach your destiny. Y'all can keep, y'all can keep each other accountable. And it may be you're like reading, like say, for instance, for example, say y'all were reading my 365 day devotional and y'all read it together. Y'all can go ahead and read each day and check in each day and be like, did you read yours? Yeah. Yep. Did you read yours? Oh, not yet, girl. Make sure you read it today. And or either y'all can get together and discuss or whatever the case is, things like that matter. And it help you stay the course for healing. And it helps you get there faster. And it actually makes it more enjoyable. It makes the journey more enjoyable. 
So your circle absolutely matters. If you haven't thought about it before, I definitely want you to think about it now because your circle can either push you forward to healing or it can hold you back. So it is definitely important when we're talking about moving on, okay, we're in the move on series. This is something that I absolutely wanted to address because I believe that it is so important and we don't always think about it. We're very focused on ourselves that we're not looking, we're not really focused on how other people may be affecting us in a positive or negative way, but it's up to us to evaluate that. So let's go through these four things again. One, a good friend will carry you when you feel weak. Two, they help you push through the pain. Three, they lead you to Jesus. And four, they have faith for your healing even when you don't. All right, so I really hope that you think about this and give it some thought. I hope you list these four things out and look at the people in your circle and say, hey, do they fit these traits? Do they have these traits? Are they doing this? And also you can look at yourself just because you don't want to be the person who's always receiving. But if another friend needs you, how can you be this kind of person for someone else? And their season may not be a heartbreak, but whatever uh, dark season that they may have walked through or may be walking through, how can you be that for them as well? So this is like a two-way street, right? It helps you to identify and who you want in your circle and also helps you to identify the traits that you should possess to be a good person in someone else's circle as well. All right. So, and it's speaking of a good circle, come join a circle of women who are coming together, very like-minded, who are registering. We already have a good bit of women who have registered for the Heart Healing Workshop, What to Do After a Breakup. Again, it is happening on September 25th at 7 p.m., Central Standard Time. So if you have not saved your seat, sis, get on a Zoom call with us. We're going to do this thing and you will know what to do after a breakup when you leave. All right. So I will talk to you again real soon. Love you. Bye. Hey, sis. Listen, if you've been blessed, changed or inspired by this podcast in any way, please subscribe to the podcast and leave a five star review on Apple Podcasts. This is the number one way that you can thank me and show support for the show. Also, if this podcast blessed you, don't keep it to yourself. Do a quick share and bless someone else. Please know I am so grateful for each and every one of you, and I would love to hear from you. Come connect with me and other like-minded individuals in my Facebook group called Christian Women Overcoming Heartbreak and Finding Purpose. I can't wait to meet you back here really soon. Until then, remember to love the life you have while you're making it better. Love you, sis.